0: dealer news today podcast the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals that support them live from the dealer news today headquarters here's your host Dave Canton
1: good afternoon Andy we have so much to talk about today So much in the media, so much going on in the world today. Let's start off with uh, Donald Trump's tweet from yesterday. Oh, this is
0: a good one. We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. At the end of the 15-day period, we will make a decision as to which way we want to go. He's not saying anything explicit there, but he is saying so much, isn't he? I'll tell you, you know, there's so many ways to twist that, as we have seen over the past uh,
1: few hours. Media has already uh, 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 created
0: so many different headlines. I think they changed changed one headline three times. Well, it gets to the question here. I mean, if the cure is to have everyone stay home to save 1% of the population or 0.5% of the population or even smaller, realistically, who really are at at risk of dying. What is the amount of financial hardship that we can endure that won't in the long term actually cost lives in that regard? Because if you have a serious uh, recession or depression, that costs lives in the form of uh, the ability to get medical care, to afford it, to afford the types of housing and food that you need um, for the really underprivileged. So I think he's making a valid point, asking a question that I think all of us have, both on the side of it where uh, there's plenty of money in the bank and people who don't have enough money. Are we really, as a society, able to sustain this for such a long time? You know, Andy, you bring up a
1: good point. I think right now is the time where everyone's got to start looking so far into each and everything going on in this world. People have to stop. I think Trump's statement was well said. I think you could, I think you, yes, you could look at it many different ways, obviously as the media has done over the last uh, 12 hours, but we need to focus at the problem on hand right now. We are in a recession. We are close to what could be greater than the great depression. And it's, it's real. It's right here. Look, you know, today's an exciting day because we got an incredible host coming on today that's going to help everyone in the automotive industry financially be able to uh, be a little bit more proactive, understand what they should be doing over these next few weeks and months coming ahead as we're all challenged with this. But, you know, as as we look at what's going on today, I mean, come on, people, let's stop reading into every Donald Trump tweet. Let's focus on the bigger issue here. And that's survival. That's getting through this as a country. You know, everyone is affected. Not everyone is infected, but everyone is affected.
0: And they will continue to be. I sent you a text message early this morning. Kind of my first thought of the day as I started my business day was thinking, wouldn't it be nice if we had some certainty about how long we're going to be in this place? Because I think one of the things that's causing the most amount of stress is we don't know. If you're being told your business is being shut down, you're not allowed to operate, you're not allowed to get income, and you know that's going to be for two weeks or six weeks or 12 weeks, if you know the number. So that you can plan for that period of time and so you know the next day when that time frame comes, you'll be able to get back at it. I almost think that there would be a real benefit to business owners, especially in the car industry, where people are making tough decisions about whether to lay off people or keep them close by and keep them uh, on the payroll, whether to uh, make other drastic cuts or not. If we knew that it was going to be six weeks, eight weeks, or 12 weeks that we were going to be in the shutdown status, I think any governor would be well advised to say it. Just say the magic words. This is going to last for this period of time
1: unfortunately that's the uncertainty and that's the fact there is no number. Nobody knows at this point, how many weeks, nobody knows, is this, is this a 60 day problem or is this a a six month problem? And you know what? It's nobody's fault. There's no governor out there that, that, that could make this announcement because if he says 12 weeks and it's 14 weeks, guess what? They're not going to get reelected. So at the end of the day, this is the unknown. This is the level of uncertainty. Now here's my advice to everyone listening. Plan for the worst. Get on the phone with your with your with your with every person that with every lending institution and renegotiate. As you heard from some of our guests over the week, you know they've been telling you get on the phone with your gas company, your electric company, uh, your your floor plan companies, your working capital loan companies, your mortgage companies. Write down as I said before your utility companies. Leave nobody out. This is the time where you need to know where every dollar that leaves your operating account or personal bank account. This is where you need to know where it goes more than ever. Maximize every dollar you have. You know, I was speaking to a dealer this morning, Andy. They own uh, dozens of car dealerships. And they said, you know, they did a financial model this morning that is, he said, I don't even want to tell you. I mean, it it made him sick to his stomach. You know, they own several dozen car dealerships uh, throughout the country. And he goes, Dave, the number every 30 days of what we have to come off of what has to come off our balance sheet of years, years of profitability. Can you imagine that years of profitability? Now you look at the, you go, you go to the other end of the spectrum, this is going to shut down a lot of businesses so they won't even have the opportunity to come back. You know, dealerships uh, that have been thriving for many years, hopefully have a big enough balance sheet. Well, they will eventually find a way to get through this, but this is going to be a challenging, it's going to be challenging. This is going to be a tough road ahead That's why this podcast is so informative for your dealers. Andy, why don't you talk a
0: little bit about our guest coming on today? Today's guest is Ken Rosenfield, a certified public accountant at Rosenfield & Company. He's been in the automotive industry for nearly 40 years. Ken represents over 500 dealerships throughout the nation. He's also a former dealer principal himself. He now operates out of Florida, but represents people around the nation. He can be found on the internet at Rosenfieldandco.com. R-O-S-E-N-F-I-E-L-D-A-N-D-C-O.com. So he is an outstanding guest that we'll have on in just a moment. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Schiller, Pittenger, and Galvin PC, attorneys at law in Scotch Plains, New Jersey, practicing auto dealership law, business law, civil litigation, and so much more. Schiller, Pittenger, and Galvin can be found online at schiller.com. Law. Dave, I'm so excited to have Ken on our podcast today.
1: Ken Rosenfeld from Rosenfeld & Company. Uh, Ken, thank you so much for taking the time today to be with us. Uh, Ken is an automotive, ha, has an automotive accounting firm based out of Orlando, Florida, one of the largest in the automotive industry. Uh, Ken, I understand you service more than 500 automotive clients uh, and, and deal with them on a daily basis. Um, you know, this is the most challenging time, uh, any American has ever faced, but the automotive industry has ever been challenged with, uh, this is, this is a difficult time for every dealer, uh, every professional in the automotive industry. And we can't thank you enough for taking your time today, uh, to help support and guide some of the dealers and professionals with, with, with the greatest knowledge in, in the accounting industry as possible. So thanks for your time and welcome onto the podcast.
2: Sure,
1: no problem. Glad to be here. Thanks for asking. So, Ken, I want, I want to get right into it, hop right into it, you know, a, after a little less than a week, really, right? I mean, it's, it, it feels like this has been going on for weeks, but, you know, we have government shutdowns, state shutdowns, you know, where they can't sell cars in New Jersey, New York, California, uh, Pennsylvania, Connecticut announced today, Illinois, and it's nationally spreading. Every governor's taking control and doing the same thing. You know, h- how dire is it today? You know, what, what are you hearing from your clients?
2: Uh, depending on the geographic area, it's pretty ugly in some areas and business as usual in other areas. Um, just like some of our clients in Laredo, Texas have been experiencing, uh, the tough times because, uh, how many people they get on a show at one time and, uh, like one of our clients had, uh a family come in with appointments that they didn't expect the whole family to come in and the police just happened to go by and they they busted up the whole dealership because they had more than 10 people in the showroom at one time and they shut them down for a day so they've had to be real careful of getting people in out the other their stores I and mean, they're close to a, a shutdown in that market and then in the greater new york area in the Tri-State area in new york you know obviously they're on a no sale at this point right now and That's been difficult. Uh, Customers aren't sure what to do with lease turn-ins and things like that. So uh, people need transportation. So I know uh, I was on a phone with some attorneys and dealerships in the Greater New York Codid Association, actually just before this call. uh, They're trying to get the uh, governor to allow online and uh, faceless-type sales uh, to get going in that area so people can have transportation go to work. Some of the manufacturers are allowing. Their customers to keep the vehicles that are off lease now, keep them for, for another period of time, and just uh, making the prorated payments, or to continue on with the monthly payments they've been making. So, a lot of workarounds going. On. It's happening very rapidly. Uh, you can blink an eye, and things have changed pretty quickly. So. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, we spoke to an automotive attorney yesterday. I mean, look, there's millions of cars that get exchanged every month with leases nationwide. As to your point, what do, you know, customers don't know what to do. They have leases that are expiring March 31st. They don't know what to do. I mean, hopefully the banks are reaching out via uh, email or calling people, letting them know that they could postpone it a month or two or three as for as they foresee this, uh, you know, you know, moving forward. Look, I think one of the most important topics to everyone uh, uh, that's listening is working capital right every business has a certain amount of working capital before the you know the owner of the company or the shareholders have to talk about uh, you know uh, a capital call putting more capital into the business what's your right. advice for our dealers okay to maximize their working capital as you know a dealer usually has two months of operating within working capital what do you suggest how does a dealer approach this
2: uh, one of the first things is uh, talk with your finance companies, your financial institutions that you bank with, and um, uh, see, see what they're willing to do. Some are aff- offering interest uh, abatements or a payment deferments. Some um, um, are going to curtailment, no curtailment. If they have a number of vehicles being curtailed right now, a lot of banks are going into a, not having that. And looking to the manufacturers to possibly pull in incentive monies, or uh, also check your warranty schedules. Make sure that all the warranty input is valid, and you'll get paid on those quickly. You know, so manufacturers are paying those uh, rapidly. Uh, some are also looking at paying the whole back uh, more rapidly as well. They can do that. So those kind of things will help. Uh, we have uh, one of our large dealership uh, groups clients is uh, They'd never floor planned used vehicles before but they they floor planned a certain percentage of used vehicles um, up to certain levels to gain some quick working capital that's very inexpensive right you know, like I, I hate to interrupt you
1: I hate sure. to interrupt you but you just brought up a valid point that nobody on this podcast has brought up throughout the throughout the last few weeks. Dealers that have floor plan, they need to look at their inventory and see what vehicles are floored and what vehicles aren't floored. Ken, thank you so much for that, because that's the greatest way for a dealer to to quickly uh, increase their working capital, right? I mean, this is the time where they need to do a full inventory search. Walk their lots, lock their walk their storage lots. Make sure every new car is 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 floor planned. If it was a swap, make sure every used car that came in on trade or the sale fell through is refloored. I mean, Ken, what a great point to pick up some quick working capital. Thank you for bringing that up. Keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt you.
2: Uh, no problem. Um, the uh, I'll also look at the uh, customer receivables. And, um, you know, just go through all your schedules, make sure all the money you can collect is in place uh, to get that. And, uh, and the other thing is that we have some clients actually putting in money, uh, the capital right now, but they, uh, just to make sure they have enough capital. And, then, again, this is a decision you have to make personally, whether you need to lay off employees or not uh, to save cash flow. At this time, there are tax credits available for uh, paying wages. Uh, that's all happening very rapidly. Uh, with the impact coming out for uh, employees. Uh, so if you're laying off employees, you'll know, look at what credits are available. You talk to your accountant about that as well. And um, just marshalling all the cash you can. So that's uh, a lot of different ways to do that. And then if you have the ability to... Um, you're not going to have much new cars coming in, but also look at the used cars. Uh, There's still auctions that are working in certain states. You can have your own auction. We have some clients doing their own virtual auctions if they uh, want to get rid of used vehicles and start delivering those. I mean, still drive on roads. <laughs> So we do have clients doing that and that's another way to get rid of some old use and employers or something
0: like that. You're really focused on Uh, finding places where you have equity. And that's a great suggestion because these aren't typically places where dealers are going to be going to raise capital in the short term. But you're talking about deferring payments. You're talking about looking for opportunities uh, to
2: leverage the,
0: the equity that you have. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And but uh, the decision you have to make whether you lay off employees or not. Uh, we've had some clients lay off hundreds and hundreds of employees, and some uh, aren't going to do that at the moment. So they're putting added capital to the dealerships to conserve and keep their employees uh, busy. Uh, from an accounting people- from an
0: accounting perspective, do you have an opinion? Is it is it better um, to lay folks off and essentially with the plan to rehire, assuming you're able to do so at the end of this hopefully short period, um, or is it better to keep them on payroll? Is is there an accounting perspective on that?
2: Uh, no, I don't think there is an accounting perspective. I think that's just going to be a personal issue. Um, like our firm, for example, we've never laid anybody off during good times and hard times during our firm's history. Uh, we've always uh, either kept capital in the company to maintain our employees or... Um, you know, keep them around. So I think that's more of a personal decision. I can tell you it's not an easy decision to make. I was on the phone with one of our clients. It's a very large dealer group in upstate New York. And he laid off a few hundred employees. And it was a very hard emotional decision for him to make. And we had to counsel him uh, for hours, actually, and then get him out the right law firm to make sure that uh, he was handling everything on par to treat his employees uh, legally in the best way possible. Could and then we have other dealerships that are just putting money in to uh, keep their employees on hire. There's some things you can do to keep your employees productive um, as well. Uh, we have had clients get very creative. Uh, they've uh, they have um, inner service departments. They can still operate and service, but you have to be limited number of people you can have there. They're working shifts, allowing technicians to earn shift spots and better shift spots. But they're keeping vehicles online. Um, some of the EDC people. We're working to help get the cars in. Uh, if they're coming in and talking them around, uh, looking at additional service things they can do. We have some clients mm-hmm. actually having their EDC people doing community service acts, and they're representing the company, help take the people that can't drive to hospitals and things like that. So, some people are keeping their employees busy as well. Uh, kind of all across the board, and uh, a lot of it's going to be personal decision on the dealer. Uh, feels they, they should or shouldn't do you know, internally.
1: Yeah, okay, and this is all great advice, and thank you so much. I mean, this has been extremely informative. Uh, a few more questions. Is there any financial programs that you heard of that dealers need to take advantage of? Is there anything that caught, that caught your eye in the last 24, 48 hours? I know there's a new stimulus package that obviously is waiting to be signed off on in both sides of the aisle to agree upon, but is there anything that you know of that you're advising your clients to take advantage of?
2: Uh, a lot of us our clients that are very well capitalized that have a lot of cash that's in CMA accounts <clears throat> or um, offshore plan offsite accounts. <clears throat> if you're with a captive company uh, with your offset account, uh, you need to know that that account is not insured by the FDLA. Um, so that money could be at risk. And uh, a captive company could, could take up to three days to get your money out of that account. If you ask for out. where some banks... Uh, it's instantaneous to, to change the money out or not. If you have some issues paying off vehicles, um, we need to conserve the cash. You want to play um, the sold and unpaid game a little bit just to make sure you have some capital in there and still pay off your floor plan when it comes due. Uh, you might want to consider getting money out of your your CMA accounts if they're with captives just because it could take a while to get the money out or to could offset your cap, uh, the money that's captive against the floor plan as well. Even if you're paying it off, they might need to react too. So that's another way to free up some cash as well, but keep it a lot more liquid.
0: We've been talking to Ken Rosenfield of Rosenfield and Company, a certified public accountant. Ken has over 500 dealerships that he's uh, represented through his uh, time as a certified public accountant. Um, Ken, these are great pieces of advice that you're giving really different perspectives than we've been hearing over the last few days. Isn't that right, Dave? It is, and it's 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 extremely informative, and we can't thank you enough for your time. Big picture considerations,
1: Ken. Give us a, a big picture consideration for the dealers and professionals in the industry.
2: Um, One of my favorite quotes of all time is John Wooden, and, uh, you know, it's a failure to prepare is preparing for failure. So um, it's always about being ready, and make sure your technology is up to speed, enough to work remotely, and if you need to have your own auctions or sell by text, we've had some clients sell by texting for a video app, Zoom, and uh, <clears throat> Skype, uh, is to, this is a good time to test your technology and see where you're at and be creative with other methods that are there and non-traditional methods. So uh, being prepared technology, having exceptional well-trained sales staff, Accounting staff as well, make sure they're cross-trained in your accounting department. Uh, so if for some unforeseen reason to lose accounting staff, uh, you have people that are cross-trained. Uh, so it's a good idea to rotate accounting staff now and make sure they know what jobs are doing and get really good at other desks they need to do. So it's just being prepared for things. So our clients that are they're prepared for the unknown and unexpected, but they're prepared to deal with things and be creative, they're, they'll do fine.
1: Fantastic. Ken, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you one last question. And uh, we really appreciate again, your time that you provided today and all this extreme informative information. If, if what, as an expert in the industry, okay, look, you've been, you've been an accountant for many years. This is something though, unfortunately that no one has ever had to deal with. This is the unknown for everyone, right? No one has the ultimate answer, but what would you advise someone to ask their accountant? So what's to go-to, you know, what, what should you be asking your
2: accountant? I think actually all the questions you've been asking me now are pretty good questions. You know, it's uh they're all different. We've been on the phone 24 seven throughout the weekends and we get all sorts of questions from crazy stuff. Should I depreciate my plane now or to, uh, you know, how do I keep my employees, or what should this employee be doing, or what to do with this bank account? To flooring used cars, taking money out of the captive companies, the insurance companies to get cash. I and mean, it's just, it's been everything. Um, but I can't tell you, we we have been through devastation before. We've had whole vehicle makes go out of business, Olsenville, Saturn. We've had GM go bankrupt, Chrysler go bankrupt, uh, had no sales in different kind of cars. I remember years ago, Toyota, you couldn't sell Toyota, we had airbag issues, brake issues. know, this is unprecedented in terms of actually shutting dealerships down, but it's just, uh, you have to look at things and be creative. And, and if you're not capitalized today, if you can't get capitalized today. Then you have to look at ways to creatively get capital, and, um, and if you can sell a car virtually, then figure out a way to sell it virtually. And that, there, there are ways to do that.
1: This too shall pass, right, Ken? This too shall yes, pass. Sir. We've, we've been through a lot through, throughout this, uh, throughout these times, and as you said, we've been challenged before, and we are challenged again. And I am confident that <clears throat> Americans will pull through this, and we will get through this, and. Right now, everyone just has to follow the orders of, of their governors and the president, and allow this to take its course. And I'm confident we'll be back to doing business as usual soon. Uh, Ken, with that said, uh, we thank you so much for participating today. You know, I was on Ken. I was listening in on Ken. Ken had a podcast, uh, a webinar uh, earlier this week, and it was extremely informative. Ken, great job to you and your team. Very beneficial uh, as as the CEO of Dave Canton Group. I had a, I had a bunch of my uh, uh, regional vice presidents that that I asked for them to attend your webinar. So it uh, provides us information for our clients, and uh, you it was incredible. It really helped us with a lot of inf- with us, a lot of solid factual information with questions that we were receiving from our clients. So. Thank you for the time that you and your team and the effort that you guys put into that. Uh, I hope you and your family, friends, colleagues, employees all stay healthy. uh, And and it was great to have you on today. Ken Rosenfeld from Rosenfeld & Company.
0: And uh, thank you so much for your time, Ken. It's been great having Ken on the show today. He mentioned during his interview a webinar that he did, and that can be found on his website at rosenfieldandco.com. It can also be found on his LinkedIn. Uh, That has been a great resource uh, for the industry at large. I know, Dave, you were raving about it last week when you watched it. Uh, What a great additional piece to help our listeners get through this very difficult time. We actually talked about this the other day, and I'm so happy Ken brought
1: it up. You know, there's equity within your stores. This is the time you need to dig deep. You know, we spoke about the other day, this is not the time to sit back and think it's just going to pass alone. You need to put the work in. You know, you need to surround yourself with your CFO, with your chief operating officer, with your used car manager. Um, And this is the time when you need to dig deep. You need to pull your schedules. You need to know, you know, is every car on the ground accounted for? Is every car that's on our storage lot, in our premises, floor planned? And, you know, are we leveraging our floor plan to the max ability? If the bank's willing to give 80% value on a a used car, but they're floored for 50%, guess what? Take the capital. Take the capital. Right now, you need to make sure that you are properly capitalized, okay, to plan for the worst. Plan for, you know, six months out, even though this might be a 60-day fix, a 90-day fix, hopefully a five-day fix, but plan for the worst because you could always pay off those cars. Okay, you might not always be able to get the capital. So my, my advice is to everyone is, you know, Ken Grave, some great suggestions. See what used cars are, are aged. Are they over 60 days? Get rid of them. You know, so many times a dealer sits on a used car thinking the right buyer is gonna walk in at day 70, at day 80, at day 90. Some of the greatest dealers out there are strict with their inventories. 60 days, we don't sell a used car, it gets auctioned. It gets wholesaled. Now is the time. Don't say to yourself, well, I'm going to get the least amount of money now. Get the money, create clean inventories. So when you do get past this and through this, you're setting yourself up for success. You know, this is the time where you got to look at your accounts receivables. You know, where, where we keep talking about what we're paying, Andy. But Ken brought up a great point. What are we supposed to be getting paid as dealers, right? Find you know, somewhere it, where you can get is, some- is, there, is Is there wholesale parts companies that owe us money? Is there, is there accounts receivable that owes us money? How about customer COTs, right? Customers leave deposits. They leave hold checks. They leave ways where they still owe a balance when they buy a car. Is every customer's deposit collected? You know, this is a time where we need to look at our schedules and understand that there's a business to operate. And that, and that in order to operate the business, we need to make sure that you're properly capitalized. So look at all areas of where money goes out and where money comes in. But what a great call with Ken.
0: I mean, that was, that
1: was fantastic.
0: It really was. We're uh, just so lucky that we've been able to podcast so frequently and it's in large part to our sponsors. And today's broadcast is brought to you by Schiller, Pittenger, and Galvin PC, attorneys at law in Scotch Plains, New Jersey practicing auto dealership law, business law, civil litigation, and so much more. Schiller, Pittenger, and Galvin can be found online at schiller.law. Dave, today's episode's been great. We've had uh, a very unique perspective on accounting within the industry, and it's just such an important and necessary part of what we're looking at. Andy, I speak about this every day. Now is the time to surround
1: yourself. It might not be in person. It's going to be on the phone with your attorneys, with your accountants, with your CFOs, with your controllers, with all resources, your bankers. This is the time where you surround yourself with every resource at your disposal to properly
0: create the best opportunity for you to get through this. Well, we're going to keep bringing those professionals on the show to give you as much perspective. Until next time our dealer
2: news today.